You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Monday, August 14th. This is Arya O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. An IDF soldier died early this morning, apparently as a result of dehydration unit during intense heat in the Kola forest near El Ad. His family has been notified. The soldier lost consciousness and collapsed after crawling with a full pack for hundreds of meters. Efforts to resuscitate him failed in the field failed. Head of the Land Forces, Major General Tamir Yadai, ordered an immediate 24-hour halt to all physical and rigor- vigorous training on land following the incident. The soldier, whose identity has not yet been released, was drafted five months ago. His current training was in field combat. The Army said the soldier had no record of any medical issues. Military police have opened an investigation into the case as required. The Shin Bet has revealed that it has uncovered a Hamas terrorist cell in the Binyamin district of Judea and Samaria that had planned to kidnap IDF soldiers. The terrorists also prepared bombs in the laboratory and accumulated weapons for attacks. The cell was cracked and nine members of the cell were arrested and are currently being interrogated. They had gathered intelligence on soldiers' routines in the area and even prepared a hiding place to keep the kidnapped soldier. Security forces have demolished a number of illegal structures in the Ha'ira Shachar outpost in the Binyamin district of Judea and Samaria this morning. A number of Jewish residents tried to block them with burning tires, but they were rebuffed. Israel has ruled out any eventual physical mission in Jerusalem for the first Saudi envoy to the Palestinians. Riyadh's non-resident ambassador, Nayef al-Sadu'ari, presented his credentials to the PA chairman, Mahmoud Abbas, in Amman on Sunday. Foreign Minister Eli Cohen told Tel Aviv radio station 103 FM that Israel would not allow al-Sudari to physically sit in Jerusalem. He said the background of al-Sudari's appointment was, quote, progress in the U.S. talks with Saudi Arabia and Israel. The Saudis want to relay a message to the Palestinians that they have not forgotten them. In the city of El Alamein in Egypt, a tripartite summit is being held today between the president of Egypt, Abdel Fattah el-Sisi, the king of Jordan, Abdallah II, and the chairman of the Palestinian Authority, Mahmoud Abbas. The summit is reportedly dealing with developments related to the Palestinian issue. And in the shadow of grave concerns about the damage to the IDF's military competence, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has reportedly demanded from the ultra-Orthodox parties in his Likud-led coalition to publicly announce that they are waiving their demand that the conscription law included a clause to override the High Court of Justice. Netanyahu spoke with the three leaders of the ultra-Orthodox parties and told them that this is not the time to stir up the flames. Khan political correspondent Mikhail Shemesh said that at least one of the party leaders strongly opposed the demand Likud denied the whole report. Meanwhile, a source in the Torah Judaism party says that with the yeshiva draft bill that would exempt Haredi men from military services, it must be anchored in a basic law. According to him, the ultra-Orthodox Knesset members will not vote for further electoral reforms without the passage of the ultra-Orthodox conscription bill. He also said that they would not let the issue be postponed either. Former U.S. Treasury Secretary Jack Lew is the leading candidate to be the newest U.S. ambassador to Israel and could be nominated in the coming weeks, this according to the Axios Media Organization. Whoever is chosen will succeed former Ambassador Tom Nides, who left the post this summer after two years. Jack Lew has also had a several top U.S. government jobs, including White House Chief of Staff and Director of the Office of Management and Budget. 
The Ministry of Environmental Protection this morning published the Environmental Impact Index and revealed which are the most polluting factories in Israel. Topping the list is the ICL Rotem Chemical Factory near Dimona, which the report said its impact was 3% more than last year. And this is mainly because of excessive emissions of pollutants into the air and acid wastewater. The other factories on the list include the Bazan Oil Refineries in Haifa, the Paz Ashdod Oil Refinery, the Dan Region Wastewater Treatment Plant, and the Eklon Recycling Center. And the nation's top banks have announced whopping profits due to the increase in interest rates by the Bank of Israel. Bank of Polim earned 1,922,000,000 shekels in the second quarter of the year, a jump of 43% compared to the same period last year. And the discount bank earned about 1,200,000,000 shekels in the second quarter of the year, jump of about 75% compared to the same period last year. Taking a look at the weather, and the heat wave will continue, but there will be a slight drop in the heat. In the northeast of the country, drizzle to light rain is also possible. Tomorrow, no change. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem 34, Tel Aviv 32, Haifa 30, Tzfat and Beersheba 35, and in Elat going up to 41 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.